You're listening to the State of Love and Trust, a Pearl Jam podcast. Follow the show on social media and remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice. Now, here's Jason and Paul. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The State of Love and Trust. It's a Pearl Jam podcast, and I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Carapesi, and alongside me, as always, is Paul Gilliari. Paul, have you come down from your form high yet? Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. (laughs) So you're still kind of floating around the butthole of the roof that is the form. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm still recovering physically from it i think i uh i don't know if i i I got one of those those text messages that i don't know if i signed up for something i think i did where where they'll they'll like send you a text message if you were in the vicinity of of, uh a a person who tested positive for covid Mm -hmm. i just assumed i was like oh man maybe it has something to do with being surrounded by eighteen thousand people (laughs) (laughs) but you know Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I tested negative on Monday, so as I do every week for work. Um, but I will say that I think going there and just putting so much energy into those shows and, and drinking a few beers and just sweating and giving your all. And, and as parents, as many of you know, we're not out very late very often. No. And so to be up and out and active uh, well past our bedtimes probably lowered our immune system for a little bit. And then, you know, we have young children. My kids were sick. I now have his stuff he knows. So if I sound funny, that's why. As do I. <laughs> yeah. We, we, so we, we are both nasally this evening. We're, we're fighting. I'll have to tweak the EQ for this one a little bit so we sound normal. Uh, but this week, there's a, uh, a, a really cool episode thing I think we have here um, that's obviously very unique to everybody because it's what are the top five songs you've never heard and in order of how badly you want to hear them. So uh, this is going to be something that everybody has different that, you know, and, you know, Joe Schmo out there in Ohio versus, you know, Billy H out there in Australia and whatever you're going to have like, Oh, I've seen that song three times. And well, I've never seen that song. Actually, speaking of Australia, when we had our fan, our fan round table, wasn't it uh, Bev who was like, you know, I haven't heard this song ever or this song ever. And then two other folks in the car were like, Oh, I've heard that song like four times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah come that's on, the irony man. of it. So we're going to go through see, that like, 40 shows and like some dude goes to five. He's heard all that songs you haven't heard. That's how I felt for a long time because I saw, I, th- I think I saw wash like twice in my first eight shows and people were like, you've seen wash twice. What? And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but first we have to react to something that, that came. That was very weird a few days ago. Um. You know, we went to the forum shows here in Los Angeles. The next stop was sure, Phoenix. Um, and the next stop a few days later, uh, back-to-back shows in Oakland, California. You know, I'm on the Live Footsteps website, as I want to do when I check in for the set list. Um, is it happening live? Thanks, Dave. And, uh, and by the way, thank you for all the people who relay the set list to uh, Randy and Dave and everybody else who put them. Um, and I noticed something. Not only did I notice that Rockin' in the Free World opened the show night one in Oakland. Holy shit, that's weird. But it said drums by Josh Klinghoffer. And I'm like, what's going on with that? Did a little digging. Come to find out, Matt Cameron, positive for COVID. Yeah, first missed show in 24 years. To the month. To the month. To the month. Look at that. Isn't that wild? So, Mm. So Josh sat in and if you've seen the post on Pearl Jams or any of the curator uh, Instagrams, the set list, you'll see some blue and red Sharpie kind of uh, parenthetically yeah. combining a bunch of songs saying this, these are songs where Josh Klinghoffer played drums. By the way, I didn't know he did that, but of course uh, he does. Oh yeah. And then well, no, there, there, there's a somebody else, isn't there? They enlisted somebody else. They enlisted a, a gentleman who Jeff knows quite well named Richard Stuverud. Um, Originally from the Seattle area, lives in Oakland now, but he was in um, uh, the Three Fish Band. He was in his his uh, his punk outfit. I'm gonna me- I'm gonna mess it up. Is it K N D M? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, 
So they brought him out, and, and Rich played uh, half the set. And it was a you know a pretty typical uh, rock and roll Pearl Jam set, um, akin to what we've been seeing on the tour. Paul, if you were at the show and you see Josh Klinghoffer sit down at the set for the first the drum kit drum set for the first song, what are you thinking? I'm thinking it's uh, a cover. I'm thinking it's you know, something maybe from the opening act. But one of Josh's songs, perhaps that you know they're just going to tool around with. I'm definitely not thinking this is the set. <laughs> yeah, because like Plural One does their thing. Josh goes away. Forty minutes set change, whatever, whatever it is, and then the band comes out. You see Eddie, you see Mike, you see Stone, you see Jeff, you see Boom, yep. and then Josh sits down at the drum kit. I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" I'd be so confused. That's what I. But. It's nice to know that uh, the show goes on. I mean, the show goes it's on. Not the same without Matt, of course not. But it, it is good to know that the show goes on. I suppose you and I should count our blessings. Actually, that we got. That's what I was see, thinking. Not only did we get to see Matt Cameron behind the drum kit, just absolutely thrashing away, but he picked up a guitar and he sang for us too. So we we were lucky. Um, Very much so. Now I, here's the silver lining, guys, and I bet most of you who have gone to the Oakland shows and subsequent, subsequently <laughs> will have gone to Fresno. Sacramento and Vegas, uh, that you're going to get the same routine from, from I assume rich and Josh, but that you'll have, you, you'd have seen the band play before. Now I'm sure there's some of you, uh, out there who have, this is the first time and you're like, what, what the hell? And maybe you've been waiting a long time. This is kind of a bummer. I can understand that. You will see the band again. You got to have faith. You'll see the band again and you'll see Matt. Look at this as like a weird wrinkle in time. There, there was a time, and again, I always kind of compare my these stories to Metallica because I, that's the band I know the next best. And there was a time that James Hetfield broke his arm skateboarding, and John Marshall played guitar for him. He burned his face in that pyro incident when he was on the Guns N' Roses tour. John Marshall filled in in two thousand and one, maybe two thousand. He threw out his back, and Newstead came in and sang all the songs and right. somebody filled in for it. So it's not unprecedented, but you look it's back not. in time in a, in a band's career and you go, I was there when somebody had to fill in. It was incredible. And the show was still great. So try and take the positives out of that is I think my reaction out of this when initially I was like, Oh fuck. Oh, I'm sure they turned lemons and lemonade here. I'm not too worried. Cause you still got the meat of the band. I mean, obviously- you, you, you do, but I'll tell you what, I mean, depending on how many shows get missed, this will be really interesting in the future for this uh, best version of a live track workshop of mine. Oh because, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 is it pot? Is it still Pearl jam? If it's a guest drummer playing one of these songs off gigaton. Well, and here's the rub Paul. So as we detailed before, the band has admitted they're going to go back into the studio with Andrew Watt. Once the fall leg of the tour uh, is done. Right. So you're, you're talking like basically October, November. So theoretically, according to your rules, the Gigaton tour would end then. And thus we could start going through all the Gigaton songs. We, sh- we sure could. And to your point, there will be a, a, a bevy of shows there, probably five, six shows where it's like, maybe they played Super Blood Wolf Moon the best that night when Rich Super was in the kid. <laughs> Wouldn't <laughs> know, that be right? weird? It would be very weird. Well, I, 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 here's what I want to know. Are, are we going to hear Dance of the Clairvoyance during these shows? I'd have to look at the set list. But that, that, that'll be interesting to see if they, they play that one without Matt. There. there are certain songs that I have trouble drumming to in my car. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I'm trying to uh, pull up yesterday's. Well, yesterday, we're, we're, we're taping this a couple of days earlier. <clears throat> the first uh, Oakland night. Let's see here. They did not play dance. They All played right. Super Blood Wolf Moon with Rich Stuverud. They played Quick Escape with Rich Stuverud. Yeah, but I mean, the, the time they signatures on, I mean, it's dance, I think, o'clock. is the one I'm most interested in hearing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those are pretty, pretty stock rock and roll songs. Very interesting stuff. Um, so if you're going to the, the last couple of shows on this tour, uh, which I believe would be Sacramento and Vegas. 
uh, when this uh, show is, is out on Tuesday, the 17th. Um, tell us what you thought. If you went to both of the Oakland shows or the Fresno show, let us know how that went. But for now, let us get into our main topic for this week. By the way, before I do that real quick, a big thank you to everybody who has uh, asked for a t-shirt. Uh, we did a post a couple of days ago um, that we've got stock of the OG shirt, the Matt Reno inspired, not inspired, but the Matt Reno designed oh, uh, Doheny State Beach uh, shirt. And then the um, Jason and Paul designed uh, stripped yeah. black t-shirt. Um, if you would like one, again, get into those DMs. Let us know if you would like one. Uh, free shipping. I, th- I think in I'm going to design. Oh. I'm going to design a shirt mm-hmm. of my wife catching a tambourine from Eddie Vedder. You just got to get. You know, what you got to do. Send a screenshot of when she turns around to the camera with that yeah. big smile on her face, eyes all lit up. Uh-huh. Send it to Matt Reno. He'll create a line art out of it. New shirt. <laughs> synergy, synergy. Yeah. Like all right, it. all right. Enough of the shilling. But if you really want a shirt, let us know. So, top five songs you've never heard. And how badly do you want to hear those five? Special shout out to a particular app who actually helped us workshop Oh, yes. And I definitely use this app too. The PJ Stat Tracker app. Uh, Jeff Blagg, uh, he's always working hard. I've used this app for I've, uh, probably a decade now. Um, however long it's been around, I've used it. It's a, it's a wonderful tool. It's, um, there's a lot of overlap with, with Dave's livefootsteps.org, but there's some things that are different about each that I love. And for this, it was really easy to find every album. What haven't I seen? Yeah. So I was counting through. I was listing all the songs here, Paul. There's like 34 songs that I've never heard out of the entire catalog. That's it? 30, 34 is a lot, no? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, uh, I think that, that, I mean, the whole catalog. That, the whole that's catalog. That's not bad, man. And most of that's them are B-sides. Bad. Yeah, I mean, if I go through Lost Dogs, I'm missing like 30 songs just there. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah, but, so uh, I went, I went through his app. I believe it's around a little over 30. Anyways, it was hard. But you know, we've got a few animal mentions I'll mention at the end. But I've got my five here. The order was tough, but um, I think I've I think I've nailed it. And of course, as always with these lists that we do, subject to change. When you ask me a week and a half later. Yeah. So, Paul, why don't you lead us off? Give me the, the, the fifth most requested song that you've never seen live. Oh, you know what? I've never seen Rival off of Binaural. Oh, yes. I would, I would like that. There, there's something so raw and gritty, just like one, you know, 1.45 a.m., lights coming up in the bar. And there's just something just dirty about that song. And I, I mean that in a good way. Uh, no innuendo, but just <laughs> I'd love to see that one live. And uh, every time that that I I hear it live on any of the, the boots that I have, it just sounds fantastic. So I especially love just that, that, that growling dog on the album too. There's just it's just so primal. I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of that song. It's grown on me more and more over the years. So that that's one of those kind of off the beaten path songs. I'll never forget when we went to the the. Um, sports arena shows mm-hmm. and there was a fan behind the stage that was holding up a, a sign she wanted to hear fatal and uh i think both nights we went she had that same sign and they, they never played it though i don't think um but the, again it made fatal and and rival those are the, those two songs from that era that I think have little special places in certain folks' hearts. Fatal, especially for a lot of folks, but uh, Rival to me is just a, just a fun, gritty song. I think it was an excellent, excellent choice. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with a song. Dark subject matter, though. Dark oh, subject. Very, very much is. <clears throat> I'm going to go from a, with a song from the same album at number five. I'm going to go with Parting Ways. I thought about that one. That's Never a heard it. <clears throat> uh, Neither have I. It's been played 26 times in total in 22 years it's existed. Uh, I think it's a very underrated song. Um, I actually had it close my first encore in my ultimate set list two weeks ago. Uh, It's simple and big all at the same time, which I think is really, really cool. 
And so many of us have experienced a relationship where both people knew it was over for some time before it finally found its coda. And I think that's really a really, I think that's the kind of thing, the kind of song that people can relate to. So I'm like actually a little surprised it hasn't been played more because of that. Those ringing chords at the end though, oh man. The feedback coming and just a bong, bong. On the album, it's really cool because you have this, like the string section, those like cellos or whatever it is. Uh, I, I saw how I would want to hear it, <laughs> which would be like doubly perfect if that was how, they, yeah. how we how the first time I heard it. But um, I always thought of those those open um, those E chords that he plays, actually the whole band plays, as like like the bell tolling for the relationship kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's grown on me more over the years. Like I, I really like it now. Uh, so yeah, for me, parting ways at number five. That's a good choice. What are you going with it for? I am going to Backspacer. Oh, can Speed I guess? Can I guess? Oh, oh, I was going to guess. That's how I sorry. Guess I, took, I stole your thunder. No, you're done. It's your thunder. It's your thunder. Great, great song choice, though. Love it, man. Um, you know, I, I've heard the the stripped down version, little mm-hmm. demo version that was out there for a bit. It's gorgeous. Uh, but live, this is one just that I think it doesn't harmonize the solo. I want to say they harmonize it, don't they? Oh, God. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I feel I'd so bad. People are yelling at me. I know. Um, that That's just one that I think will be really, really genuinely pleasant mm. in in the same way Low Light is. Both of those hit the same. Thing. Yeah, I can there's see something that. something really mm-hmm. pleasant about hearing those live. I think that the, there's a, a real beauty and gravity to it. There's both, a sweetness to it, even though the subject yeah. matter is not sweet. Exactly. And uh, I would enjoy that one. So that... I'd say speed of sound would be nice for me. That's a good shout. I like that one. Um, mine, I'm going to go back to binaural, actually. Uh, All right. By the way, on my list, there, uh, my, my full list was basically half of binaural because I missed that tour. You did not miss you that did. tour. So you probably no, have more checks than I do. I'm at like, I'm only at like 53%, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. My, my phone's in the other room. Otherwise, I'd tell you exactly what it was. But, that's why I was so excited when we heard of the girl open night one at the forum. I, I, I had heard, heard song. that. But, but oh, you yeah, had? <laughs> I had, yeah. But I, I'd never heard Evacuation, Light Years, strangely enough. Neither have I. Thin Air, which I'd love to hear. Grievance, Rival, which was my choice. And Parting Ways, also I've not heard that. But Parting Ways, I, I would want to hear it in a certain way. I, and, I see. And I think if they ever do, and we talked about this, if they ever do a symphony show, that is one that I would love to see on, on there. Yeah. But uh, what what is this this next song off? So the, the next song is the one that you mentioned, it's "Rival." Rival. Okay. I, I I you know that I love this song. I, I always come back to the um, the Pink Pop 2000 performance, which of course we chose is our, is our live cut for this yep. particular song. The first time it was ever played. It's it's a wonderful um, sister or cousin song to Jeremy, obviously for the obvious, yeah. obvious subject matter. But what I like about it is how. Jeremy is so massive, epic, and dramatic, whereas Rival is simple and punchy and direct. And you use the word dirty, which I would I would add to that. The subject in Jeremy is a witness, and the subject in Rival is the aggressor. So it's almost it's, it's this weird a nice dichotomy there. Yeah, it isn't it isn't total opposite. Like it's not aggressor and victim. It's a obviously right. a victim wouldn't be able to write a song. Um, unless you're talking about uh, what's that song? Other side, <laughs> where he's talking from uh, <laughs> up above. But um, maybe that's the third one that that rings it all together. Um, but I just love that that dichotomy and what an interesting angle to to write a song from and, and that that main riff from Stone. It just it's so good. It's underrated. Um, I think they they the riff really matches the equally brilliant lyrics from Stone. Um, and I think that stone, that, that riff from Stone is one of his more finer riffs. Um, I just I need to hear this song, and it's not like life won't give us reason to hear it again soon. Sadly, from Relevant's perspective, right. so I say bring it out, guys. Only 22 times played uh, in the band's history, so let's let's bring it out next time Jason's in town. Solid choice. And Paul. And Paul. I like it. <laughs> All right, number three. <laughs> Oh boy, this was tough. You know, I, I went to No Code, and I've never heard who you are, but there's something about that album and Jack that it, it's not. I mean, look, I, I'll take what I get from it. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. 
obviously around the bend is one I, I would love to hear, but I think the rest of the crowd would be looking at me like, really? <laughs> I think a lot of folks would enjoy it, but I, I, there's a specific setting I'd like to hear that in. Um, so I, I, I could probably wait and, and hope and pray that that one comes around. Uh, ironically, Riot Act, I, I've only heard All or None. It's the only song off that album I believe I've heard. Um, so I'm going to go with Instead of who you are, just you are. You never heard you are. Oh, I haven't, and it, it's my favorite song on the oh. album. I've never I heard you said you were going with no code. Either. You threw me off. Uh, I, I was going to, but I prefaced that by no, I didn't preface it, but uh, the caveat there is that there, there's something about Jack on that album, and and oh, I see. You know what I mean? And, and this is not a slight against Matt whatsoever. I I just feel that. Uh, it's a, it's a new flavor to these songs with Matt, which is equally cool. Don't get me wrong, um, but I, I, I part of me wishes I I could have heard that song in '96, maybe. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but I would love to hear it now. Don't get me. I, I take anything off, off that album. That I haven't. Uh, but I'm gonna go with "You Are" specifically because it, it is a Matt Campbell song, and uh, there's nothing cooler than. Um, Matt, I'm sorry, uh, Mike with that with his foot on a pedal and just having some fun. So I, I would enjoy just the, the, the sonic soundscape that opens that song. Mm. And uh, I like the positive messaging. And it, it's always been a song that I think, particularly with the boots that I enjoy listening to, that just sounds really big and whole life. So I enjoy, enjoy that one a lot. I am pretty sure I've heard it once, if not twice. Wow. It was, it was probably on well, the Well, you did a couple tour. of, yeah. Well, not only that, but I mean, you did a couple of those stadium tours as well. You hit up Boston and uh, Seattle, so. Yeah. I want I want to say I probably heard it at the Garden in North 3, one of those two shows. Okay. But I, it's, it's been forever. I, I don't think I case. saw them on Riot Act, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, so my third most wanted song that I've never heard is Brother. Now, a lot of you are saying, well, has anybody heard that song? It's been played eight times. And I go, well, yeah, it's been played eight times, but I want to hear it. God damn it. I didn't say, (laughs) I didn't say a song that me and everybody else hasn't heard. I said a song that I haven't heard. I'm being selfish right now. It's my list. God damn it. So I think maybe after they brought it out of the woodwork, in 2009, 2010. Still maybe got sick of it again. Yeah. I'm not sure. But it's a killer track. I think we both agree. With some killer mic happening on it. it it's that classic early 90s PJ groove. The wonder is, can Ed still sing it? I think he probably could. But, you know, I realize my chances are slim considering, you know, out of a little over a thousand shows. Like I said, it's only been played the eight times. Yeah. But a boy can dream, you know. A boy can yeah. dream. It's the it's it's such a fun B side, and um, I don't know if I put it on my list. On my list. I don't think I did. But I have to probably go back and and strike something off to put brother on because it's that goddamn good. That's a solid choice, man. Where are you going with? Uh, what do you got? Are you on two now? You're on two. Uh, I'm on Ooh. number two. Ooh, uh, what's it gonna n- be? Number two for me is is deep. It's the only song off ten I've never. Oh heard. yeah, only song off ten I've never. Heard. And it's it, it's it's my favorite Pearl Jam album. And uh, I mean, obviously, anybody who knows me knows that the Vitology runs a pretty close second. But mm-hmm. ten is uh, it's iconic. And as a Pearl Jam fan, there's just something about being able to say I heard every song on that album. And to, to, to be a fan of theirs as long as I have and to have seen, a, you know, a, a good number of shows and to not have heard that one yet, I would very much like to check that. I don't have to hear every song off every album, believe it or not. Uh, but I've heard all the verses. Mm-hmm. I've never heard all the 10, though, because of this song. And interestingly enough, of the songs on 10, uh, there's not a single bad one on there. But for me, I think if I had to rank them, this one is probably at the bottom of the list. Uh, but it's at the top of the list of songs I want to hear off of it. <laughs> you know what songs on 10 it's been played more than? Uh, probably all, all, all the ones I've seen, obviously. There's three songs. There's three songs that's actually been played more than. Mm, let me guess. Go ahead. It has been played more times than Why Go. 
No. Oh, okay. It has been played more times than... Uh, hold on a second. I'm not going to look it up. I just want to look at the songs that I've seen. Okay, I'm going to say it's it is Paul cheating. Let's see. No, I'm not. I, I, that's the only guess I have is why I go. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. All right, so it, it's been played 210 times. It narrowly beats out release. You're at, kidding me. 173 times. <laughs> that, then, by, that is a trivia question. Isn't that right wild? Is that wild? is a trivia question. And then uh, Garden at 158. I could see that. And then Oceans 96. Uh, also, I would not have called that either. Yeah. Wow. So um, it is hard to come by relative to the rest of the album considering it's 31 years old. Um, according to Jeff's Peter Stat Tracker app, there are two albums that I have seen all of. And it's the first two albums. Mm. I probably only see D- Deep one time, I, and I cannot tell you when it was. Um, well, if you, so if you, yeah, you don't have to if, if, uh, if, if they play it for you, then I'd be happy to join you and hear it for the second time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to go with my number two song. I'm going to guess, ooh, actually, see, my, my top two songs I feel like you haven't seen, and I'd be surprised, I'm actually now surprised that it's, it's probably going to be one of the two, but I don't know which one it's going to be. Anyways, my number two comes from uh, Avocado, and it's Army Reserve. I have seen it. You have? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I, I saw it at the one show at the Bill Graham in 06 that I did go to of the three. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's cool. Um, a beautiful song that, uh, for me, much like Rival, will still be relevant for a long time considering America. Always gonna America, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, music by Jeff, words by Ed and Damien Eccles. It's another brilliant occasion where we get a lyrical painting. You can you can really kind of see the movie playing out in your mind as you listen to the guys go through this mid-tempo rocker. Um, rarely been played, 31 times, you got one of them. Um, and it's just truly a gorgeous song that I, I just really, really want to hear. I think it just has a beautiful strumming pattern that's, that's vintage Jeff. A lovely outro solo. The, the 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 vocals are just ascending and soaring and dramatic and heartfelt and great subject matter. So for me, Army Reserve, I would love to hear that. I believe I did put it on. Actually, I think we both put it on our dream set list. So yeah, we did. There it is. Uh, I I like that call. That's a good one. That so, is a good one. Being that you've already seen that song, I wonder if. I wonder if I'm right with my guess when it comes to your number one. But what is it? I'd like to hear the guess. My guess is WMA. No. Uh, uh, oh God. That I, I would I would enjoy hearing that one again. But if you recall, I just mentioned that I, I've actually heard all of verses. Wait, you did? Yeah. I have. Wait, you, you heard you heard WMA as like a complete song? Uh not I a tag. Saw it. No, I guess technically I heard it as a tag. See, see, I All thought, right. see, I did the same thing. So technically I had to backtrack. I have not seen uh verses all the way through because when I double checked WMA against live footsteps, it's been tagged 118 times. Well, I've heard it as a tag. 17. Yeah. I've heard it as a tag. A full song. So, uh, so w- w- would I like to hear that one? You know, I don't know. I, I think uh, I'd like to hear it reworked. Because I, I love when they rework it, but but I wouldn't say it's one I absolutely have to hear again. That it's 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 vintage Dave, that song in the same way that Who You Are in, in a lot of respects in my tree or, or vintage uh, Jack. And, in, and again, in no way, shape or form, am I insinuating that Matt Cameron cannot. I am taking to borrow your word umbrage right now. <laughs> yeah, you know Lots what? Of that, that, that's fair. I'm not saying I don't want to hear these songs because Matt's a drummer. I would love to hear these songs, and, and he would crush it. Don't get me wrong. And, and I like the fact that he kind of plays it his way. So I'm, I'm fully on board with that. But I just when I fell in love with those tracks, it was it was with somebody else sitting up there, and uh, I think to, to a certain degree that the, there's always going to be a part of me that wishes I had had the uh, the enjoyment of that experience to go with this you know mm. uh, anyway my, my number one song i think is is actually a it's a, a little deep cut from from the early era 
and it is a song called Hold On. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was one that uh, when I first heard it, it, it felt to me that I had the same reaction that I did when I heard Alone for the first time. It's like, well, how did this not make an album? I mean, it's, 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 it's one of my favorite Pearl Jam songs. Any song that begins with the lyrics, I was drawn riding atop a black horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. prize there was, I could only observe. Uh, where the trouble starts, where, or where, where does the trouble start, where does it end? How can I be cured? How before it ends? It's just got this cool, uh, you know, Western Noir feel to it. Yeah. Um, and, and I I enjoy the Lost Dogs cut. I, I think the the demo version where, where Eddie's younger and there's a, a bit more vitality to his voice back in the day, or at least the, the primal rage, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, I I do prefer that cut, but uh, the times that they have played it live. Uh, he holds his own beautifully, and, and I would love to see them do it early in the set too, because I, I, I'd like to see just what we're getting out of Eddie uh, with some of the songs on Gigaton recently. I feel like there's a certain part of his voice that's been rejuvenated, and I feel like there's the, the, the ending of Hold On, uh, he would actually hit very, very well. Uh, so yeah, that for, for me, I, I love that guitar on that mm-hmm. song too. Yeah, it's great. I really, really do. So would very much enjoy that song. No, no, notice that between Rival and, and Hold On, there, there's kind of that uh, uh, kind of a spaghetti Western feel to, to those oh, yeah. two songs, you know? One of my favorite Pearl Jam um, posters, actually, is that Dallas poster, the, the two cowboys about to draw on each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite ones. I got that one hanging on the wall outside of the booth, so. Well, <laughs> there you go. Hold, hold On's been played five times. I know. So that's that's hard to come by. Although it funny enough, it was played last March twenty fourth, twenty eighteen, on the last real tour. So maybe they'll bring it out again. Ah. Who knows? Maybe you'll, you'll be lucky. Maybe I'll be lucky. Yeah. Well, my number one is WMA. Good for you. Uh, no tag. No tag. No restructuring. A drum focused version akin to the original, but I, I don't need Matt to try and be Dave. No, and I don't want him to. I- be Matt, Matt, do do your thing. Do you, man? But make it, but make it a drum-focused version of the song. Right. The the acoustic restructuring was interesting. I, I like that they that they tried something. But I think when it when it is a drum-oriented performance, it has just more to it. So I would like something where Matt kind of recreate not, not recreates, but does his own version of what Dave did. Um, and do the whole thing. I, I think what more relevant song for our times than this one? Uh, I, th- I think we're both astonished that it hasn't been played yet on the Gigaton tour. And so I wish I, I was. We were convinced it would here in LA. Absolutely. When when shit was going down when we first started the podcast two years ago, a little almost two years ago, we were like, when they come and start playing tours again, how do they not play the song? They have to, and so far they haven't. Um, you know, considering what we've witnessed uh, all this time, and I'm sure elsewhere across the world has seen some some shit, uh, it's the ultimate song for the moment, and it would it would allow many to, uh, I think, release some feelings um, they've been bottling for a while or, or having battles with, and I think we need this song to kind of come back in its entirety. I think I think bringing it back in, not just as a tag, because as a tag, it's kind of like an afterthought. I think right. I think doing it as its own place in the set list would, would give it some significance that it requires for the moment. Great. So, um, seen it tagged probably I don't know how many times, probably a half dozen. But uh, I want the real thing. Interesting lists here, Paul. What um, what what almost made the cut but didn't? A uh, brother was on there. Um, around the bend, smile, who you are. Uh, a couple more deep cuts, I think. Whale song uh, for you? Right? No, not not whale. <laughs> Brain of Jay. I haven't heard that one. That, that really? Was, oh man, yeah. I that had one, um. Was, although Black Circle might have ruined it for me because they they, I, they, they, well, they like did they, such an outstanding. That, that acoustic version was tremendous. Oh man, they knocked it out of the park. So, I've got um on my honorable mentions list, Undone. Yeah, that's a God's good one Dice. Too. It didn't years. make my cup, but I like that one. Yeah. Um, 
I know you don't care for it, but pilot, I, I just think it's kind of fun. Yeah. And sure. then uh, for the novelty of it, to tick a box, mankind. Let's go. Oh, Come God. on, Stone. <laughs> Come on, Stone. Let's go. The tick a box. <laughs> what if I saw every song on No Code but Mankind? I'm a Have little you? OCD about it, man. I, I got to see it. Yeah, you, you do run hot when it comes to that stuff. I want to see every, I'd like to see every song. If you tell, if you told me I had a run of shows at a venue, like three shows, I'd be like, okay, where, where are all the songs I've never heard? Yeah. I'd, I'd skip past <laughs> Alive and Even Flow and Jeremy and all those songs. I'd be like, nope, heard them. This is the rarity. Why set. is this guy actually asking for Foxy Mop right now? <laughs> Red Dot. We're yeah, all Red, crazy on Red. war. <laughs> yeah, that'd be me. The one, the one weirdo in the corner. All right. There you go. Th- those are our lists. I'm curious as to what your guys' lists are. Top five songs that the entire catalog you've never heard from fifth most wanted to most wanted. Uh, interesting lists coming, I'm sure. But now we got to move on, of course, to our live cut. No, that's not correct. I'm jumping the gun here, Paul. I'm so excited for the live cut. You settle down. I got to settle down. Now it's time for the lyric of the week. Lyric of the week this week comes from Yield. We're going back to Yield. It has been a little while. And uh, we're going with Low Light. Paul, we've got low light decode Jeff Ament for me. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> all I know, and, and, and you know that this has been cited often. He was quoted as saying, "I think pilot was the question I was asking myself, and low light was the answer." So, uh, you know, if you look at the story of of pilot and, and the biblical references. And you consider low light as the proverbial answer, according to to Jeff. It, it's it's very obtuse. It's very ex- expressionistic. It's very abstract. Um, I try not to pinpoint exactly what all these these lyrics necessarily mean. I, I, I'm inclined to not try and tie in these these very vague references to to the bible mm-hmm. I, i'm not saying that they are or not there uh, but it, it just seems to me that jeff was probably answering the question thematically with f- from a different lens as a so so I, i'm less inclined to try to like you know unravel the lyrics in order to somehow try and paint a picture or, or, or make connections that I'm not so sure are actually there. But when I look at the lyrics that, that we just heard, uh, which I love, by the way, the voice goes by two birds is what they'll see getting lost upon their way. Uh, wind rolls by low light, eyesight, low light. I need the light. I'll find my way from wrong. What's real. The dream I see. It's so uh, ethereal in a lot of ways. It, it, there's this kind of, you, you occupy this space between the here and the now with this song. And, and it, you, the word you used was a, a sweetness. And, and I feel that the, it's not just Ed's vocal delivery. I think that the, the lyrics lay the pavement down for Ed to be able to do that. They really, really do. Uh, I've said this, and I think you agreed with me that, that this is one of Jeff's finer lyrical outputs of, of all the songs that he's contributed into the catalog. 
Um, one of his I, first, it, too. It, it's one of his first. It, it's very, it, it, there's a lot of imagery here. The, the two birds that you see getting lost upon their way, the wind rolling by, uh, the, the, the low light, which, which could be perceived as, as you know, part of the traffic metaphors that Pearl Jam likes to use, whether it's fading taillights or, or the, the, the approaching headlights um, in the mist or, or in the dark. It, it could be uh, the setting sun. You know what I mean? I need the light. I, I like that eyesight line too, right? Because when the sun sets, it's almost at your eye line if you want to look at it that way. But the same could be said for, for a car disappearing down the horizon mm -hmm. as a road just kind of meets the horizon or, or is approaching. You could say it that way too. Uh, I'll find my way from wrong. What's real? The dream I see. I need the light. I'll find my way from wrong. So you're, you're trying to move away. Um, and if, if, if this is the answer to pilot, I think it's, it's somebody who got lost in, in, in faith or in questioning of faith. And it's realizing that an about course is necessary and you've got to find your way on the opposite end of that spectrum, which is easier than said than done, obviously. So what is real, the dream, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's, what's key. It reminds me a lot of, um, what's that Antoine, the, the Zupri. Uh, the book, I got uh, the I gotta look that one up. The book that I was thinking of, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember it now. But well, I don't read Paul, so you're gonna have to you're gonna <laughs> bypass me. Anyway, point is, it, it, it's it's through the essence of dreams, and I don't mean these things that come to you. I don't know. I mean that these ambitions, these goals, these desires that you have. That that's where you can find your way from wrong, and uh, and, and that that's where you find clarity even though it stems from the unknown. And I think that's the beauty of it is that clarity comes from a place that lacks clarity. Mm. Uh, but but it, that's what drives us in all that we do as people. We, we're, we're driven by dreams, a, a dream or an ambition to, to achieve, to, to right a wrong, to, to affect change in the world, um, whatever it is, you know? And so there's so, it's a very provocative song, both musically as a composition and lyrically. So went with those lyrics. I, I think we're pretty close in this one. Um, and I've said it before. I've always had a hard time uh, cracking Jeff's code. <clears throat> this was no exception. I think it's one of the more complex lyrics considering the, the level to which the metaphors really dive. I mean, some of this stuff trying to combine like these couplets, it's like, what it's the hard. hell does that mean <laughs> compared to this thing? Like you really have to like, go and, and do some Google searching and compare things and then go back and look at it again and go, Oh, I think it could be that. Um, Jeff also said that this one, um, it deals with a kind of gratefulness at finding that place of calm and peace at my center and getting a glimpse of the person I could choose to be. I like it. I have to believe that this stanza is all about staying calm, patient and finding confidence that it'll all work out. Uh, even when it's hard to know for sure, to be comfortable in yourself and having enough self-belief that you will pull through it uh, to, to your point. And those last two lines, I'll find my way from wrong. I'll fix whatever I need to fix to get on the right path. What's real? It's a question. What is real? Well, whatever reality is, whatever the obstacles lie in my way, it's okay. I see my dream. That's, that's the real that's the real thing in my mind. And I'm going to choose it. I'm sorry. I'm going to chase it uh, despite all of that. It's a, it's a really lovely sentiment, um, even if it's cloaked in all that uh, classic Amen code. But if you, I, I can feel, I can see that it's pretty easy for a lot of people to, to look at the song and go, the fuck is he talking about? And kind of move on. Or maybe they'll be like, this music is amazing, but I don't know fucking clue what he's talking about. Like, okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll sing the lyrics because that's what, that's what I can do when I'm at the, at the show, but I don't really know that. But if you, again, and there's other songs we've done before where you, you know what it means, but you haven't really thought about it consciously well enough, like right. save you. And like, uh, what was the other one? Even let the records play. We were like, mm, there's more there than we thought. Little deeper yeah. than we thought. Yeah. yeah. So, this is one where it, it, we always knew it was deep because you look at these and you're like, ah, he must be like under like 18 layers of metaphor and, and all kinds of stuff um, to really get at what he's getting at. But when you finally do kind of get a sniff, 
and you start linking things together, you're like, God damn it, Jeff, that's that's some poetic shit there. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's kind of a simple uh, message when you really, I think, I'm, I think I'm getting it right. Hopefully, I'm getting it right. Um, when you when you kind of decode the whole thing and and set to the the five four rhythm, then the four four, and then back to the five four, and back to the four four rhythm, time signatures that Jeff has created there. Uh, brilliant. Lovely yeah. stuff. Lovely stuff. Great. Now let's go to the live cut of the week. Ready to stand up. All right. So low light hasn't been played a whole ton. No. Um, when was the first time? Wasn't for, for I think a few it was years, shoreline right? in Oh uh, one, I think. Or, or it's 2000, one of those two. They waited uh, a long time to play that song. Yeah, they did. That's I, that's strange. They didn't play it during the EO tour. And, mm. and it came out after, which pretty much meant that best life cut is it's fair game at that point, whether it's, it's a free for all 2022 or 2000. And best two, life cut you know, or, three nights <laughs> ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a great cut, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I think for me, my, my favorite life cut of it co- comes from the uh, avocado tour. So we're going to, actually, I think this was pre-avocado. It was right before maybe. I got to double check. But it's uh, the Air Canada Center in Toronto on May 10th, 2006. curious as to why you chose this i'm gonna give you some of my thoughts uh, after listening to it again 
<clears throat> it felt like maybe it was the tightest, most studio-like performance I've ever heard of this song. That's part of it. Uh, even Matt's backing vocals are like right on point. Like it, it yeah. was a really close to perfect performance. If you're if you're thinking of it from a studio perspective, there's a, there's a also a beautiful effect on Mike's guitar the entire time that adds this really fun dynamic that I'm, I'm sure he's done it many times before, but I really noticed it in this version. Maybe it's because the rest of the band was so tight together that it kind of stood out a little bit more to me, but I thought that Ed was in the pocket and it's just it's a hell of a choice. Well, why did you choose it? But you cited the reasons exactly. I, oh, okay. I, I love Mike's flourishes. I thought that it was a tight, tight version of it. That This is not a song that I, I particularly want to stray. I think that there's a, it's a gentle breeze of a song, and uh, I'm not looking for them to, to 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 push more air into it or or to deflate it any more than it needs to be. Settle it on time, and, and it doesn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I would say that you know there are a handful of songs in the Pearl Jam catalog that you really can't go wrong with just kind of sticking to the paint by numbers approach and just mm-hmm. saying, hey, let, let let us just give it to you the way we gave it to you, and this is one of those songs. Uh, there are others where, you know, Black or even Flow, um, a lot of songs for that matter, even songs like Garden and WMA, where you can completely re- re- rework them in a lot of ways. Uh, but I think Low Light is, is one of those songs where just, just like I said, you know, g- g- give it to us the way we, we received it and we're going to be happy. And I, thought I wonder the, if the, the uh, <clears throat> I wonder if the time signature thing has much to do with that. Because if you, if you get out of sync with that it's, five it, it's, four it's thing, done. you yeah. can be just all over the place. So to be in sync with those changes in time is, uh, is pretty great. It's pretty great. There you go, guys. That is the show. Paul and I are uh, on our last legs here with our voices. If you couldn't tell. <clears throat> Woo! And uh, thanks for sticking by us. Uh, all 100 and what is this? Seven, 107 episodes now. My word. Um, Again, if you are interested in a shirt, either the OG or the new black one, let us know. Get in the old DMs. Let us know which ones you want, which one you want, how many sizes. Yada, yada, uh, I yada. have an idea for the next shirt, by the way. Do you know? Are you oh, say yeah. It? Are you I say it right no, now? No, I'm not. I'm, not. Save I, it, it. It's, uh, I'm saving it. I'm saving Ooh, it. Ooh, what? Is, Paul is such a tease. Hey, you know what? <laughs> as, he's, as he stares <laughs> blankly into the webcam. Um, well, unless we get a little more, more weirded out by Paul staring at me through the webcam, uh, <laughs> subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a comment, leave a review. Five stars would be lovely. Follow us on social media, all that crap. And um, until next week, you've been listening to State of Love and Trust.